Hey, this is Mike. And this is Leo. And welcome to the Asian Menswear Podcast, a podcast made specifically to empower, inspire, and motivate all of you guys to become the best versions of yourselves. This is for us. What's up and welcome back to the Asian Menswear Podcast. I hope you guys have been well. Today's episode is a pre-recorded segment from my weekly Instagram Live Wednesday Whiskey News Recap Show for Asian Menswear. The purpose of the show is to update everyone on all the news they might have missed. The report is centered around all the great things Asian men are doing in the U.S. and worldwide. And why is this important? Well, it's good to provide real examples of Asian men doing more than just stereotypical things to prove we are more than that. I hope you guys enjoy this new segment. Now, here's the show. All right, first piece of news. We got Olympian figure skater Alex Shibutani has been appointed to the Athletes Commission for the 2028 Los Angeles Summer Olympic and Paralympic Games. Led by Janet Evans, the commission consists of 18 members, 9 Olympians, and 9 Paralympians. As a team, they will focus on creating an inclusive experience for participating athletes in the LA 28 Games. Shibutani shared the big news on his official Instagram account, excited to announce my position on LA 28's Athletes Commission. I'm proud to have a seat at the table and will work to make a difference and help create the long-lasting legacy of the Olympics. As a figure skater, the Japanese-American athlete has won many medals, international championships, including eight bronze, four silver, and one gold medal. Along with his sister, Maya Shibutani, they've won two bronze medals at the 2018 Olympic Games. The LA 28 Games will take place from July 21st through August 6, 2028. So I think this is something that we just posted Pretty cool to have him in there. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Alex, but he and his sister, they're uh, figure skaters and have dominated a bit. Anyone here, fans of the siblings? The Shibutani, what's up, Lee? Shibutani siblings? And what do you guys think? Do you guys think this is a positive thing? Do you guys think it's a good thing that we have this? Show me with some hearts. I'll give it a couple of minutes. We'll jump into the next one. No idea who they are, but I'm happy for them. Always a good thing to see representation. Definitely. I think they're New York bestseller authors as well. I think they create some children's books. So that's pretty cool. All right, guys, I'm going to jump into the next piece. All right, we got gymnast Yul Moldauer qualifies to represent the United States at the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. The 24-year-old gymnast joins fellow teammates Brody Maloney, Sam Mukailak, Shane Wiskus and Alec Yoder on the Tokyo-bound U.S. Olympic men's gymnastics team. Moldauer was born in Seoul, South Korea. Before he turned one, he was adopted by American parents Peter and Orsa Moldauer. He earned the U.S. National All-Around Champion title in 2017. So far, he has won a total of four bronze medals, six silver medals, and 10 gold medals. Moldauer will compete for the Olympic gold at Tokyo Gymnastics Center on July 24th through 25th, 2021. Uh, a little fun fact about him is Moldauer finished his Oklahoma University career with 18 All-American honors, tied for first in OU history with John Horton, and tied for second in NCAA history. You know, something that I noticed, it's weird, but it seems like I find a lot of adoptees, they always end up being athletes. A good example is Yule here, and this is, my theory on this is because the, since their parents are, you know, they're Caucasian, they kind of encourage their kids to go into sports and entertainment and things like that, right? So normally I see a lot of like half Asians going, you know, like normally they'll, they'll be an athlete or they'll be an actor. And I think it's because, you know, the parents encourage them to go into those fields, right? So because of that, I think in the future soon, we're going to start to see way more Asian American athletes just because 
second generation Americans are going to be able to push their children into different fields besides the typical ones like doctors, attorneys, engineers. So it's great. This is definitely great for him to represent Asian Americans. But yeah, I think all it takes honestly is the push for Asian Americans to go into different industries, right? And I think we're going to see that. I think a lot of Asian Americans now you know, are being pushed to go into stable and safe careers. But as the generations start to extend out, those generations are going to tell their kids to do what you feel like you want to do. You know what I mean? So I think we're going to start to see more Asian Americans in sports in general. So something that I just observed, something that's pretty cool, but I think the whole stereotype that, you know, Asians aren't athletic and things like that. I think we're going to start to see that being defied in the next coming generations. All right. So we're jumping into the next one. All right, guys, you guys know this man. He has been all over the news Shohei Otani wins the SB's Best MLB Player Award, becoming the first Japanese player to ever do so. In addition to his SB win, Otani made history as the first player ever to be selected as a hitter and a pitcher to the 2021 MLB All-Star Game. Created by ESPN, the prestigious SB Award recognizes athletes and teams for their sport achievements every year. After being canceled due to COVID-19 last year, it was successfully held this year in New York. Several Asian athletes took home SB awards this year. Kyler Murray's Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins earned the Best Player Award. Naomi Osaka was selected as the Best Athlete in Women's Sports, as well as the Best Player in Women's Tennis. Similarly, South Korean athlete Se Young Kim was chosen as the Best Athlete in Women's Golf. All right, so I feel like Shohei is doing something every week. I've got to create a story from him every week because he's doing some amazing things. And obviously, there's a controversy with Stephen A. Smith's comments about Tani being the face of the MLB just because he needs an interpreter, which he's gotten a lot of. How do you guys feel about you know Stephen A. Smith and Shohei? I know a lot of you guys are probably not baseball fans, but because he's hitting all the national news outlets, I'm sure you guys have heard of him, huh? It's great to see. And I think what I love most about uh, Otani is that he's a class act. You know, he's going to have all the endorsements, very marketable. And I hope he continues that way, right? I hope they don't find any dirt on him. I don't think they will. But this is amazing. Again, I think last week we talked about Otani. I think Stephen A. Smith, I think his problem is that because I think racism towards Asians is normalized, he didn't really think of it as it being a problem. I think that's what I read. It kind of makes sense because, you know, that's kind of something that we deal with, right? Any sort of discrimination towards Asians is pushed under the rug, right? Like, it's more okay to say chink than saying the N-word. Like, let's be real, right? I feel like people... Or like when they do this, like you, that's why you see so many videos of people doing the, the, the slant eyes. It's because it's normalized and people feel like it's okay to do that with Asians. And it kind of perpetuates the whole Asians are forever foreigners to the U.S. So I think that's why Stephen A. Smith felt it was okay. That's just my take on it. But yeah, let's not let that take away from what Otani's doing. A lot of people's defending him, obviously. So I think it's great. And I think there was a statistic where 30% of all the MLB players are actually foreign. So the thought that a foreign player can't be the face of MLB is ridiculous, right? Because at the end of the day, it's sports. You're there to perform as an athlete. But yeah, other than that, you guys, show me some hearts. You guys enjoy Otani, what he's been up to? All right, the last piece of news we have today is the creator behind the award-winning show, Masters of None, Alan Yang is developing free food for millionaires as a Netflix TV show. Based on Min Jin's, Jin Lee's 2007 best-selling novel of the same name, the show is set in the 90s. It follows a first-generation Korean woman called Casey Han. Han craves a glamorous Manhattan lifestyle and has to make her parents proud. Lee will be adapting her novel for the screen while Yang will serve as executive producer. 
Netflix head of drama Ginny Howe described the show as a premium Asian American family drama told primarily through a Korean American woman. Yang shared the news on his official Instagram account. Couldn't be more excited to be working with Lee Min Jin on her adaptation of her brilliant novel, Free Food for Millionaires for Netflix. It's a one hour Asian American drama set in the 90s. What could be better than that? No further production details about the show have been released yet. And uh, if you guys didn't know, Alan also released his uh, directorial debut, Tiger Tail, last year, which currently has a 81% approval rating on Rotten Tomato. I didn't know this, but Alan Yang actually graduated Harvard at the age of 19. So this guy's kind of like a genius, but love what he's doing. I loved watching Masters of None. I love how they had so many POCs on there and they kind of spoke from like an immigrant story, which is nice and refreshing to see. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have on the news. And that's it for our show. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's news recap. Don't forget to subscribe if you enjoyed today's episode and be sure to check out the official Asian menswear community on Discord. To join, go to Instagram and search Asian Menswear and click the link in the bottom. Thanks, guys.